Hi, this is Ben Lindbergh. And Jessica Clemens. And we are the hosts of Button Mash, the Ringer's video game podcast on the Ringerverse feed. We are in the midst of the biggest blockbuster gaming month either of us can recall. We're talking about Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros., Alan Wake, Five Nights at Freddy's, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Woo! We will have our hands full. You can have your ears full with us talking about these wonderful video games on the Ringerverse feed weekly throughout this month on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion. But I'm better than you, and you know it. D M D. Acknowledge me. Well, ding dong, hello. Embrace the vision, and we want the smoke. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. Heard worldwide. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide? A proud member of the faction known as the Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at the Ringer. With me, as always, my tag team partners, senior editor at TheRinger.com, Cal Davenport, and of course, the super producer here at the Ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters. Guys, Happy New Year. and I, I, I pose you this question to start the show. Uh, Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, the head of the table, as Brian Shirt says, uh, he responded to The Rock's challenge on Raw the other night. And I put challenge in quotes. Uh, and he dropped a single crying laughing emoji on Twitter. I kind of know the answer to this for Cal. Uh, but what is your one emoji reaction to Rock potentially facing... Roman for the title, whether it be at Elimination Chamber or Mania, one emoji to sum up your feelings. Cal, I, I already, I kind of know, but I want to hear you say it. What do you it's, got? It's the image of the guy the guy with his hand in front of his face, the face palm. Yeah, <laughs> the, the face it. palm? The face palm, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's actually pretty tame for you. <laughs> I thought it was going to be vomiting. Uh, it, <laughs> the vomiting emoji? <laughs> or, or it's either that, it, it was going to be... The uh, the orange face with the uh, the black box in front of its mouth with the oh the sure cuss words. Yeah, cussing that was good. Yeah, too. yeah. 
That's a good one too. Okay. So a tame reaction. All right. Yeah, uh, hey, Brian. Hey, hey. <laughs> Brian, what do you got? The blushing emoji where they're like crying because it's so excitement. Yeah. It's such yeah. joy. Oh, that that's yeah. me right there. Like, yes. Okay. He's finally it. He's free. That's a good one. Uh <laughs> mine would be uh the drooling face because I am ready for it all. <laughs> you know? You're we get <laughs> when he started picking out his seating arrangement at the restaurant, I knew he was go- I knew he was getting to head of the table. Mm. But still when he said it, lost my mind. Y'all so, are, y'all wait, cause y'all y'all are being bamboozled <laughs> by one of the greatest of all time. This sounds cute. Bamboozled. Okay. This sounds cute for y'all little thoughts about a WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. The Rock, the head of the table. Chief of Staff, The Rock is out there. Did you see some of them photos of him touching the babies, taking the photos with the kids? Yeah. This is the beginning of The Rock's presidential campaign. I'm telling you, oh. y- y'all, y'all want y'all think he talking about Roman Reigns? Nah, he talking about the White House. He talking <laughs> about the Oval Office. Watch. Oh man, watch. He's about to rock. He's about to rock bottom, Joe. A different <laughs> Joe. You you, you you thought everybody <laughs> went to everybody went to the young rock to get that that shot of a uh, young Roman true. pointing. Y'all didn't go back to the beginning and where he was like, oh yeah, rock on your presidential campaign. This man's telling y'all what it's going to be. It's just it's it's give it a couple years. All or, right, rock we, we, rock versus Mark Cuban. Is that, we, is that we're, what we're in election leaning? season now? Right. Uh, oh, yeah, gosh. sort of. <laughs> uh, Check out Somebody's Gotta Win on The Ringer, by the way. There great, you go. Great podcast. Uh, <laughs> w plug. Cheer- w plug. Here, I'm also going to do this. Cheers to The Rock as I'm chugging a ZOA to, uh, to start the day. But look, bring it, bring it at Elimination Chamber or Mania. I'm ready for it. There Drool emoji face. No. You know? No. No. No, no face. Win. No Elimination oh. Chamber talk at all. I need yeah, this at WrestleMania. Mania I need to be nothing. sitting next to Cal. And oh, that's true. Actually, you're right. We we need to celebrate in hugging and happy when the entrances happen, and then we need to sit that's there and right. watch Cal just cringe. We need to be right yeah, there. No. Well, I'm I'm not Cal needs to be in the middle of us. Well, this this <laughs> is the thing. I'm not gonna lie. I've have I been around the Rock? I don't think I've ever been in the Rock's presence, but I've also not been in an arena Ooh. to see like so like I I ha- like I can't front on a Rock entrance at mania but host it be a <laughs> no. <manager. laughs> no host it host it host it, it. it's you gonna start off with that kind of negativity in 2024 hey, it, it's, host 20, it? it's 2024 it's, a, it's already a lot of people on that injured list all i'm saying that's all i'm saying that's fair all right well host Sorry. it Let, let's, let's, <laughs> let's just move on before we uh, before we look, get get off the rails here, let's kick things off the right way with some high spot headlines, and you know the deal. I'm gonna read out some of the most interesting headlines of the week in the world of professional wrestling. Whoever wants to tag in and let their thoughts fly, let it fly. First up on high spot headlines, Mercedes Monet and AEW are quote close to agreeing. On terms. Now, uh, I know someone on the show particularly has feelings about this. They've been waiting to get this takeoff. So, Brian H. Waters, I'm throwing it to you. Uh, how do you feel about Mercedes almost heading over to Tony Khan's company? As a way to not have gimmick infringement, 
but I'm going to look dead in the camera and I'm going to say, I don't beg for much, but Mercedes Monet, please, for the sake of the little girls that love you, do not go to AEW. Mm. This is not a move I want to see at all. And it's based on track Mm. record. There's a reason Jay Cargill left and went to the WWE. I know Mercedes did her thing last year. Maybe there's some unfinished business outside of the realm of a WWE. But my goodness, I mean, you have a huge baby face over there named Willow Nightingale. And she can't even get her hands on a real championship gold. Mm. No offense. Love the Hart family. I can do without those belts because there's a million belts over there. And then you look at just the way Chris Statlander is being presented. Look at the way mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa. Look at the way Britt Baker. It's just like, okay, to get moments and then they're gone. And it didn't work with Soraya, who was a star coming into WWE over in Shimmer, over uh, in um, England. She was a star coming into WWE, elevated. And then you have an opportunity to have more than just the moment at All In and nothing. Like, what is she doing? So I'm not excited. As somebody who loves women's wrestling, it's very hard to watch the women over there. And I always say, it's not the women, uh, they, it's not that the women are not talented because they are. It's that they aren't being booked properly. And I personally... It's the booking, yeah. Yeah, and, and I want, I'm for one, I just don't believe they care about women's wrestling, but in 2024, you cannot have a promotion without women's wrestling. So we, therefore, we get the bare minimum. Yeah, Cal, where are you at on it? Because uh, <laughs> that was a great promo by Brian. By well, the way, no, I, was- I, I I think Brian lays an excellent argument for why Mercedes should return to WWE as Sasha Banks. But I think what you hinted on that uh that un- there's a lot of unfinished business. I think she 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 only had a handful of matches, and one of them was with Willow, and that was the one she got injured with. Like it's you would have to I think you would have to honestly figure out where Mercedes is right now. And I'm only gonna say Mercedes because she hasn't gone anywhere yet. She hasn't gotten I I at a time where if she signs back with WWE and returns to Sasha Banks, that could be another five, seven, ten years if she really wants it to be. And at that point, will she want to go back outside ten years later and have or five years later, whatever the case may be, and try and pick up on some of that that business that she left on the table. This could be a small window of opportunity, but if Mercedes is thinking, damn, uh, Tony Storm is looking dope, you know, Sky Blue is looking dope, Willow, I need to really get a real one with Willow, like, there are opportunities for her to stretch out outside of WWE, do a year or two, and then... B- Hopefully you build up that stock and then you go back to the WWE. Like, I don't think that door is going to be closed, although the reports were saying that whatever Mercedes was looking for was larger than what Charlotte yeah, monetarily. was looking for. So, yeah. um, you know, it's it, that's another factor as well. But yeah, I think if, if Mercedes feels like there's still some, some gas in the tank for this run right now, I could totally see her showing up at, at Revolution or whenever she's ready. And then, but they better say, boom, she's the threat. Aim her at one of those. Aim her at one of those top women. 
or Amaret, one of those women you want to make a top star, your Julia Hart or whatever, and start that work ASAP. Don't wait. Do not wait. I mean, if they bring her over, they can't waste time. Right? That would be a waste of that talent in that moment and kind of capitalizing on that. And I mean, so I kind of agree with both of you in that. So obviously, her the thought of her returning to WWE uh, and again, <laughs> low-key nostalgia moment here, but you know, the thought of her reuniting with the four horsewomen was is just something that has always kind of been in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I mean, there, she's she's 31 now, right? So there's there's just a lot of runway here still left in her career if she wants there to be. And I think what you said there, Cal, of her having unfinished business outside of WWE is probably really one of the big factors for her, I feel like, because I think her going to WWE and saying, look, I want I want this amount of money, you know, if you believe all the reports that she, she wanted more than Charlotte, who signed, you know, the biggest deal, uh, you know, for, for a woman over there. And if they gave it to her, I think she would, you know, she would have gone. But since they didn't, one, I think she can use it as motivation of, you know, kind of like a, a Drew McIntyre type situation where she's got to build up her value even more outside of the company uh, and then come in and kind of be, and you know, Cody Rhodes, same thing, right? Um, so I, I, if they, if she does continue down this route, which it seems like they're going to, again, they can't mess this up because to Brian's right. point, it's, and we've talked about it on this show a lot, right? The the way that the women's division has been booked over there, there have been times where it's been phenomenal, and I think one of those times right now is with Tony Storm and what she's doing and everything else. But again, there, there's been too many moments where we've, where we've kind of been wondering what the hell they're doing more so than these Tony Storm moments. And they can't do that with Mercedes because if they do, uh, th- they will lose a lot of credibility in terms of, you know, that they can write the ship with the, with the women's division. And this is on the heels also of another report uh, kind of piggybacking off of this, that Naomi or, or Trinity is re- returning to WWE probably sooner than later. You know, her deal with um, Impact slash TNA is coming up. And I mean, that would have been dope to kind of see them back together and come back to, to WWE together. Um, just kind of have that full circle moment. So, yeah, I mean, would have loved to see Mercedes back in WWE, but I am excited about the prospect of Naomi returning, right? Because I think she's increased her value in terms of what she means to to the business as as a whole, you know, what I mean, like I don't know if WWE is going to take her for granted anymore. At least, I hope so. Well, you know? I, I I think that's kind. of, I mean, I don't want to dwell on this too long, but I think that's kind of the other thing is, you know, while AEW has a lot of work to do, um, in the booking of their women's division, I think because we 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 keep dancing around the idea of how deep the 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 women's division, especially on SmackDown right now, that would the that the War Games is damn near all women on SmackDown, if I'm not mistaken, um. We're in a time right now where WWE. There's a reason why Sasha Banks and Naomi left, and part of that, the the, the, the yep. conversation was they were the tag team champions who were essentially going to be the the allegate the, 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 the conversation was that they were going to be booked to be kind of elevating the women that were going to be the next uh, wor- women's world champions. You would have to make sure that because I, I I and I'm just speculating here. I'm wondering if that's why she asked for that much money. 
because she she's mm. on she's with Dis- she's on Disney Plus TV shows. Like there's a certain you know she she's <laughs> yeah. earned a, a certain you know level of pay based off of the work that she's put in. But I was I'm wondering she she because if if she's in a situation where she's going to go to WWE and Sasha Banks is going to be much more of the the dopest performer on your show that's going to put over the future of your 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 company. Her thought may be, you may need to, you know, pay me more for that. Because I'm not going to be the number one, but I'm going to be making a lot of your number ones. If they, if she mm. was going to be destined to be the Charlotte in their eyes, I imagine they either would have paid her what she wanted or they would have gave her the program that she was looking for in, in lieu of getting, you know, that bump in pay. So, yeah, it's, it's again, that's why, I, it's why I'm just thinking she may be heading to, uh, to, to Team Tony Khan for a little bit. I mean, Brian, is, is there any mm-hmm. part of you that is excited about the prospect of Mercedes and Tony Storm, at least, as a program? Not really, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I'm going to watch it, but I, it's one of those things where I'd rather see Mercedes home mm. and then see Tony Storm go back to WWE in this variation. After her contract is up. Timeless Tony Storm on WWE program. That would be like, she's already such a 180 from everything else mm-hmm. over there in Stanford. That would be a complete opposite end of the spectrum. I like it, but yeah. it would be like a Matt Hardy <laughs> coming back with delete uh, to yeah. WWE. Like, I don't one know of those if you moments. Can... Can you say tits on WWE programming is the question? Because that's literally Tony Storm's. Uh, She'll find a way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it depends on where uh, what where maybe the she what show she ends up on, you know, and what Facts. network they end up on. Facts. So I think <laughs> I think it's that's definitely up uh, up as a possibility. Um, next up on High Spot Headlines, MJF is considering surgery following AEW World's End. Now I think that this conversation is really just about you know what a MJF-less AEW looks like right now we're going to get a you know a preview of that or a start of that I should say tonight um Cal I'm going to throw it to you to start mm-hmm. is can AEW survive this long of an absence from MJF I mean obviously they've they've done the whole thing of you're removing his name uh, from their roster online, and this is probably just you know feeding into the you know the contract situation, the quote unquote contract situation uh, that he's been alluding to for a long time. But I mean, you're you're going to the show tonight. Are you looking forward to again an MJFless show? Yeah, I've I've been when 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 Samoa Joe actually won the title, I was yeah, I was hyped. Just, just, <laughs> yes, um, but. I mean, and I think we talked. You you mentioned the contract, the the talk of the contract situation. There was that players' tribune thing that dropped, you know, before mm-hmm. uh, I was like late last week. That kind of if you if if you go at least towards the end of it, it talks a lot about you know. It seems like he's kind of taking a pause. So all of this kind of makes sense. Um, it's because I don't know who's going to replace him as their number one babyface right now. It's kind of like no MJF on AEW after World's End where it was Samoa Joe as world champion and then Adam Cole and the the 
Wardlow and Roderick Strong, Strong and them being revealed as the goons. It's uh, there's like there, there's no sting in the rafters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right now to take them over because that whole force was built towards MJF. I'm going to assume that means that somebody's going to be making a play towards Samoa Joe's supposed to be in uh, at the Rock at, at Prudential Center tonight. So uh, someone should be making a play towards that title. I'm I'm guessing for Revolution. Smart Money would probably say it's going to be Swerve Strickland. I don't know if he's the MJF or play. The, the, the fans love Swerve Strickland. I don't know right. if Swerve Strickland's going to be the replacement for MJF yet. Um, so in the, until there's somebody that can uh, put on that Burberry scarf, if you will, um, it's, <laughs> it's 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 going to be telling what the next... Uh, that, again, if we're talking... Sh- so how long is shoulder, sur- shoulder surgery? Of, I mean, I'm not a doctor, uh, but I, I assume I, it's I a couple it. of months at least, like a good amount of 2024. I mean, I, I don't know how badly that shoulder is messed up, but by all accounts, it's not great. It sounds uh, like he's, it's sounds like he's been longer. wrestling. It sounds like yeah. he's been wrestling hurt for a bit. And so I, I'm assuming like a good half of the year, maybe longer, depending on what recuperation and everything is. So, yeah, it's, it's really has AEW built somebody to be the person that can open and close your pay-per-views with two different t-shirts and having everybody hanging off of their words. You know what I mean? Are they, do they have someone to, to fill those shoes? If not, it may be tough. Glory. I mean, Brian, who do you have <laughs> slotting in there now without him? I mean, I'm scrolling through the roster right now and kind of struggling to pick someone who would kind of be a... I don't know, legitimate contender to Samoa Joe. I mean, swerve for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. But do they turn him completely face like tonight? I mean, that's, I, that's the part right there because I think he's doing his best work as a heel. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. At least, like you I, said, I, Cal, ironic because of how, how much the crowd is into him, but he's still a heel. Exactly that point, right? The fans love him, but he doesn't love the fans back, per right. se. The person who sticks out the mind, if he can get healthy, is Keith Lee. Mm. Only because mm. he comes kind of in that roster, main event ready. Um, His presence, you know, I've been real vocal about the equivalent of the way the title looks. Mm. Like right now, Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins is a match that I look at as a the Ric Flair versus Bret Hart 94 where you got the two companies, right? And even Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. I didn't see that with an MJF. And right now, I don't see that with Swerve. But considering we've seen Keith Lee in big programs with these guys, albeit Survivor Series, mm-hmm. I can see that. If he could get healthy, I think that's the guy because we've been waiting and, and, and clamoring for Keith Lee to be in that main event. You know, so that's the person that just jumps out the mind. I will say this. One thing AEW has done is they haven't fully built the show around one person in a sense of, you know, like two years ago on SmackDown, you was going to see the bloodline or Roman Reigns five times on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily see that. So even with a MJF-less Ross uh, show, I don't, I'm not going to say he won't be missed, 
but I feel like the it's balanced, so we'll be fine. Like we had sh- so many shows without Kenny Omega, we had so many shows without the Bucks. So I'm interested to see that. But I think if Keith Lee can get healthy, I don't know how long he's going to be out, but if he could be healthy, he could kind of put a disruption in with Swerve because Swerve has said, no, first, let's go back to a year ago, almost a year ago on the Masked Man show. Keith Lee said he wanted to be AEW's first African-American champion. Swerve quote tweeted that with the, I think, the clown emoji Mm -hmm. when we put the social clip out. So now come full circle, Keith Lee could be a disruption to that. And you can have both of them bidding who's going to be the first. I mean, I mean, that. I mean, yeah, the Keith Lee health thing is the biggest issue with that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they were, he was supposed to take on Swerve, uh, you know, over the weekend and then that just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> could I interest you in little Eddie Kingston going for a fourth title? Hey, <laughs> wait, no. Trying to find on. other body parts. Hold up. No, because th- Eddie and, and Eddie is currently the Ring of Honor world champion. Those mm-hmm. are Samoa Joe stomping grounds. He was just a TV champion not too long ago. But in, in that match, Eddie Kingston took out John Moxley in a match that yeah. mad people probably thought John Moxley was going to win. I'm assuming John Moxley's winning his Wrestle Kingdom match and getting that uh, New Japan Global title, whatever, whatever the <laughs> full title of the other championship Great belt, is, by the way. Amazing a, looking belt. belt. Amazing looking yeah. belt. How many belts do uh, need a wrestler? I, I I feel like because I've I I've seen how AEW works. Like I is is Darby Allen? What's he doing right now? Is oh, he injured? Gosh. I mean, uh, he put on the he we, put on the thumbtack hoodie and jumped at Samoa Joe. Like I can see them ha- having him being like a contender. Uh, whereas I don't know where Adam Page is. Um, I was gonna say Moxley, but I think Moxley's probably on his flight. He, or he should be over in Apparently. Tokyo at this point. You know um, what's the problem? What? None of us has said Adam Copeland. I was that's who I had <laughs> next was gonna ask you about it. But I mean, technically he just lost. So coming off losing the title, yes, the that's TNT the point. title. Obviously, in that fashion, really I guess you could legitimize TNT, it. But he isn't a TNT title. He held that title for eight seconds or whatever. I don't even know what the, 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 the photo actual op. amount of time. Yeah, just the uh, he, he didn't even get the backstage photo at all. <laughs> you, would, would would Adam Copeland be exciting though? I mean, that's the problem. He's supposed to have been when they signed him, right? Well, I'm I'm just like as world as a as someone who's in a world championship program over there. I don't He's have to be. I think I. I mean, do you go that? Does it feel almost too predictable? Too safe? Predictable it, may be the wrong word because literally we're trying to talk this out, but safe, I feel like, is the, is no, the well, question. It, it, it definitely feels like, oh, this is the reason that they bought, they signed him to a contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, of, of course, Adam Copeland would become the world champion at some point, but I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like if he, he, I feel like he could have a really good feud with Samoa Joe. I feel like that feud would end with Samoa Joe beating him, though. Mm-hmm. I don't, Adam Copeland. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, he don't. He he would. He need and he. I I I don't think that again. Chris and Cage is supposed to be um, at 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 the Rock as well. I don't. I don't think um, this situation with Adam Copeland's over, especially after the way uh, Christian became a two time. I believe his two time TNT champion. Um, that that program is that that's a revolution, you know, ending situation sure. at, at best. I don't Danielson? know. Danielson. 
Danielson's he's he's got uh does he have Okada? Yeah, tomorrow. He's got tonight, a, he's right? got a, he's got other stuff. Yeah, I I look. Somebody's got to be at the Prudential Center tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, <laughs> just, you're just, just trying talking. to manifest that because <laughs> you just want to see somebody. <laughs> you got what? Well, I well, no. I think the thing is, is like, if again, Wardlow would be a great option, but Wardlow's with the mm. guy who helped Samoa Joe get the title. Like, I think there's a there's there, there's probably many decent options, but there's nobody that really feels like right now you could point them at Samoa Joe. And I'm not yeah. saying get the same that you're going to get out of an MJF, but it feels like this is what they were booking towards. It, whoever challenges Samoa Joe tonight, it feels like this, this would be the start of the program to get to revolution. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, speedy recovery uh, and well, well wishes to MJF if he does end up going through uh, with the surgery. But it sounds like he just needs some time off. My guy just needs a break. You know, he's He's been going at it you know, full bore since yeah. AEW started. So I feel like, you know, I think he's earned it. He had a big year too. Yeah. Absolutely. La- absolutely. Last one here on High Spot Headlines. Kevin Dunn is leaving WWE. Or actually, at this point, he's gone uh, per the email that Nick Khan sent out to uh, the WWE employees. Um, and I-, I wanted to pose this question to both of you. Because obviously within our circles, like this, when this news hit our group text, we were all like, whoa, this is nuts, right? Because he's just been so synonymous with WWE, with Vince, and just the whole television product and the production of it. If you, but when I, you know, I was trying to explain it to my wife, she just didn't get it. So I, I want to pose this to both of you. What is the... How do you explain this in layman terms of Kevin Dunn leaving WWE uh, or, or like a comparison, a sports comparison, a real world comparison? How how big of a deal is this? And how would you explain that to somebody who's not in in this world? Uh, when Jamie Horowitz left ESPN to go to Fox Sports. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. OK, that's a good one. That's OK. Yeah, go, go, go on. Yeah, because, you know, Jamie Horowitz, for people who don't know, created the whole debate format on ESPN. Right, so right. Uh, first take was his baby. And, you know, at that time, it was Numbers Never Lie. You had the Sports Nation show. And then um, that's the reason why you saw Skip Bayless go. I don't know. This is more like press box stuff. Make sure you yeah, check out the go. press box with Brian Curtis. Um, <laughs> Good plug. <laughs> but yeah, this you know, you, he when he went to Fox Sports, Eventually, you saw Skip Bayless go over there with him. So it was like that style. Now, I don't see Kevin Dunn necessarily leaving, um, going to AEW. We know that um, Mike Mansori, I think that's his name. Kaz called his name out on a couple episodes of Mass Man. He went over there and, uh, and, you know, a lot of the people said they always thought he was going to be the predecessor. And when he went over there, you started seeing immediate changes to the production. Uh, just the presentation, the way AEW looked. If you go back and watch the first Dynamite versus tonight, it looks totally different. Right. I think, though, with WWE, a lot of stuff, because it's such a well-oiled machine, you don't necessarily see those instant changes. You don't see right, those instant right. changes in TV. We, you know, um, you know, Ben's uh, top story last week was the Endeavor deal. We didn't notice a lot of the changes in the television or the, even the creative product immediately. We saw it over time. And I think that's how it mm-hmm. would be for television 
Uh, just the way certain things are shot. Of course, fans are now going to notice things because you, you know, you, they found out something inside baseball. So they're like, oh, yeah, that wasn't supposed to be. Or, or they're right. actually shooting this now, you know. But, you know, there's, you know, the report said that he wasn't at TV for months. I saw that on one of those sites. Yeah, and I saw that. We started seeing little things different. And we credited the Triple H and Shawn Michaels because we know they don't, it, backstages and, Parking lots aren't safe, but yeah. you. I think we'll start to see a little bit more of that, a little bit more use of social media, even more than what we've been seeing. But that's the equivalent um, that I would say in the sports world. Like Jamie Hart was leaving the creator of the ESPN debate format and taking it to Fox Sports. Okay, I like that, Cal. It's tough. It's like I'm trying because in reading about when when you think about Kevin Dunn, and this is why it's it's been tough for me to to grab a name. It's like it's really like it's it's even for what what Brian was saying. I think you may even want to stretch that time frame out frame it out a little longer in regards to how soon you'll start to see real change on WWE television. When you think, um, what was the one they said that he was listed as the line producer line producer on, yeah on damn near every wwe pro they said documentary vignette mm -hmm. uh whatever yep. at some point it went through his hands before it got on a tv screen like they they, they talk and, and there, there's a lot of there's anytime you hear De kevin dunn's name you hear a lot of uh talk of how he dealt with people, how he, you know, just a lot, a lot of people don't have a lot of nice things to say with Kevin Dunn. And I'm not caping for him, but you know, the one article I was reading, they were saying they were wondering if part of that's because he was the one that had to dish out the shit that he took from, from Vince McMahon. So, you know, it's, it's when you think about that and you think about trying to be the person to help sculpt WWE television over the last 30 plus years, like that, there are some there are grown adults who know nothing but WWE programming the way that Kevin Dunn has produced it like that's those are systemic things that take over like think about our government think about some of the stuff that we can't change right now and then think about somebody had being that hands on with every piece of content that went out of a particular company not being there anymore like their practices and things that people know, not because it's the way it's done, but it's because it's the way Kevin did it. You know what I'm saying? So mm, it's right. it's going to take a bit for those walls to break down. It's like, who's, you know, who's the most important person? God, I don't want to say to like the president or like a, the president of a, like that one administrative assistant who's really running the company, but they're the ones taking a direct, like, you know, you jerry from succession i don't know i don't know what the right equivalent is but it's that person that is the get shit done person for the person that is writing the checks that's making sure everybody eats Ke paul Heyman, i don't know there, there, there's like a really good comparison with kevin dunn but kevin dunn's been very instrumental hate him or love him and it, it's gonna be it, i mean it's truly an end of an era thing and that may be for the best because a lot of people say that kevin dunn represents what you what WWE used to be. So, you know, it's it's a good time for for Triple H and company to uh if they if there were changes that they want to enact, the floor is the floor is yours. Yeah. I mean the the succession one, I mean Jerry is 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 a good one too. Maybe a little Carl. I don't know. But there's probably yeah, a succession yeah. more tie-in more so there. But I mean one of the things that stood out to me in all of these reports about Kevin Dunn leaving was 
you know, the reason why potentially. And the quote that stood out to me was there were differing versions of of how things should be run from a, a TV production perspective, right? Because looks like Endeavor's looking to cut costs, yes. right? And in terms of, that's a little curious to me because I mean, how, I don't know if I've seen a stark difference, right? Or at least noticed it um, that much in terms of the production aspect, right? It's just, it's, it's felt, it's felt good um, overall, so, but the, the cutting costs for that was a little interesting. And I get, look, I get it. They're, they're probably always trying to cut costs right now that they've, you know, with all everything that they've done with the layoffs and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of how they see producing television versus how Kevin Dunn did, I mean, that part is interesting because it's, was Kevin Dunn not running it efficiently as efficiently as they would have liked? I mean, the money aspect of this was a little funky to me like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, I, I think that from what I gathered from, you know, the, the, the couple articles I've read, it sounds like Kevin Dunn was willing to, I don't want to say open checkbook, but like willing to do what needs to be done to make the vision that they had possible. If that's, right. you know, I, I, I think of, I, 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 refer, I refer to this, you know, quite often since I watched the wrestlers documentary on Netflix, there's a bit where Al Snow's uh, they're, they're putting on a cinematic match, like a, like a horror dark theme. And he's at like a mass store and he's like debating on if he should spend like 75 bucks or something on this really dope looking mask that will just be like using, you know, however many frames of this cinematic match on their pay-per-view to get what they need. Like Kevin Dunn would probably take the next expensive mask is what I'm gathering. You know what I'm saying? Like really, right. you know, laying everything out. And I, I, because he, because he's the guy that has to make what Vince McMahon want happen, happen. He's probably not sparing any expense, and there's probably I, I, it seems like with a lot of things, especially these days, you're trying to I'm not more with less, but you're trying to figure out where to trim that fat. And I would imagine that some of that production budget could be a little. They've blown up limousines and whatnot for spots at the end, and, and they, they were never able <laughs> right. to even you know build off of that. So you know, it's it's. Uh, I imagine over the years, there's been expenses that were probably unnecessary in the long run. The hope is that Endeavor doesn't gut what makes WWE programming what people want to tune into the right. good stuff you know what I mean so you know that'll be the and that that always feels like it's a constant debate but that's going to be the real test for Endeavor specifically so what you're saying is Kevin Dunn treated a production budget like Brian H. Waters treats our production budget just spending Facts. making it rain Spend yeah. it. you want to get you guys it. You guys should see how Brian H. Waters just lets this shit fly uh, on on the production <laughs> side. Just, he's just out here. Uh, uh, this is excessive. He says, yeah. "No, spend it. Buy this. this buy is that production. water. <laughs> <laughs> this is how, this is how we produce. Yeah, hey, exactly. Look, That's I, right." Matt Cardona said he was fighting for water for wrestlers. I fight for water for producers and uh, hosts. I respect. That. That's right. I love it. It's it's no no Aquafina over here. It's smart water or nothing for, for Brian H. Waters. That's a that's a Hollywood move right there. All right, we've we've got a lot more to get to, but before we get to all of it, uh, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits. 
LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What? There it is. You heard the drop. It's time for They Said What? The three of us have listened to The Masked Man Show and Cheap Heat, as I'm sure all of you fine listeners have as well, because you're already subscribed to our wonderful feed here on The Ringer Wrestling Show. But we get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time, and that's respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker, Kaz, Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Greg, or Dip. And for today's edition of They Said What, we're going with the recently returned from vacationed Peter Rosenberg. Brian H., play the clip. But you really think that Cody, if there's an opportunity to put on this huge match and it would be amazing business for everyone to have the Rock and Roman at the head of the card, he's going to be like, but this was the year I was supposed to get Roman. He's the number one baby face in the company. When you go to shows, the children are fainting when they see Cody Rhodes. He has gotten to levels he never even dreamed was possible. No pun or pun intended. He has surpassed the level of commercial popularity that his father ever had. Cody Rhodes is the biggest Rhodes maybe there's ever been. And you think that right now he's going, but if I don't get my main event match with The Rock, dude, he's a businessman. Are you people out of your gourd? Okay. First of all, an amazing Cody impression by Rosie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, nailed it. Uh, yeah. We got to get him on to do some, some Cody impressions. I mean, is it, is this really that hot of a take? Right. I, <sighs> It's one of those, I, I think Cody being, uh, I, I, the one thing that sticks out to me, Cody's of course a businessman. Cody's the one who went to AEW and said, oh, if I lose this match, I'm not fighting for your world title ever again. And then lost the match and never, he stuck to it. So yeah, I think he's got the understanding, the pro wrestling business side from his father down pat. Is Co Cody Rhodes, he said he's probably the most mainstream roads of all time. I mean, Cody's bigger in WWE than his father was in WWE. I think Co mm -hmm. Dusty Rhodes' success was bigger in NWA and, 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 and outside. He wrestled in WWF. He went to WWF, but because he had the polka dots and everything, it, it was supposed to be kind of like a rib on him, um, for lack of a better term. But I... That was also however many years removed from his like peak. Ooh. And he's still, he was still very much relevant. He was a, a member of the NWO years later. But uh, so I, I oh. think Cody Rhodes now entrance theme alone is probably bigger than his father. But 
you have to look at it in the number of people that he's touching and not the impact on the pro wrestling world. Because I think as pro, as people who follow pro wrestling, we still know that there are boxes that Cody needs to check specifically in the WWE right. to be seen as um, a bigger bigger deal overall than his father. But yeah, on, on face value, T-shirt sale-wise, you know, the reaction on TV, he's without a doubt, you know, getting a larger reaction than his father was in WWE, but possibly in general. But it's... Mm. 2023 X amount. And these things have happened. There's many things that have happened to him that have allowed that to go down. Um, but he wouldn't say he's old. he's big. He wouldn't say he was bigger than his father, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was zero. Uh, Brian, is, is this sacrilege to you? What Rosenberg said? I was listening to it and, and I was like, wait a minute. It made me think because I think about Dusty and one of the things like I used to always hear Bruce Pritchard do the imitation. He always says, second most recognizable athlete in the world, baby. And the person who was number one, of course, was the GOAT, Muhammad Ali. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is obviously when, back in the day when Dusty would have been saying this, would have been before Michael Jordan, right? And, you know, and I'm like, well, I don't never, even if it's true or not true. I don't, like, to, right now, to me, Cody still has a way to go. He's number right. one babyface right now. Obviously, he's made more money just because of, like, inflation and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But to say bigger than his dad yet, I still think it's too soon. I think even, like, we look at the top 10 WWE superstars of just the past decade, you may or you may not have Cody in that. Right. I think this next year, may he might solidify his spot. But then if you look at, like, the top 10 NWA superstars ever, you know, you, you have Dusty in that. So that's why I was, like, really, like, I was listening to it. I was like, wow, Rosenberg, okay, you're going, go wait, whoa, yeah. pause that part. <laughs> you know, yes, businessman, definitely don't see him getting upset if he doesn't finish the story this year, um, especially because it'll be a bigger box office. It, it, he'll be probably... He's probably more honored than the fans are crying about it mm -hmm. because they really want to see him finish the story. But I just don't think he's bigger than his dad yet. Will he become that way? I think so. Um, I think he's the uh, essentially the next John Cena as far as like overall top babyface. Borrowing Roman doesn't do like The Rock and have a massive face turn. Because I think that if Roman was to... Like, Ron Simmons told Dave during Book of Wrestling that... Or it was Ron Simmons or the Godfather said, like, Vince McMahon knew what he was doing, right? He made The Rock a heel because he knew once he turned him, he would be one right. of the biggest baby faces of all time. Right. And a lot of people have said that with Roman Reigns. I just don't know if Roman Reigns is going to stick around to see that play out. If he right. does, absolutely. Then I think Cody may have, okay, might not be the next quote-unquote biggest baby face like John Cena. But if that doesn't happen, I think Cody is next and can be the next sustainable baby face for the next five to eight, ten years. And therefore, I would say by then, I would be ready to say he's bigger than his dad. Is, is the Rosenberg take maybe just a little blasphemous because for us as you know hardcore wrestling fans we hold dusty in such high regard 
right? Like if you're doing a Mount Rushmore of best talkers ever, he's up there, right? Mm. And, but on the flip side, I don't know if you ask a casual, casual wrestling fan, you know, what do you think about is Cody Rhodes? Has he surpassed his dad? Mm -hmm. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if someone said yes, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the last couple of years, right? What Cody has done for, for the professional wrestling business as a whole. And he just turned five, man. I mean, he's, he's, right, he's done which some is, things. Which is nuts, you know, to think of it just because time, so much time has passed. But mm. I mean, again, I think for us, it's also we're thinking about everything Dusty's done also behind the scenes, right? Just right. The, the way that this, basically the current class of, uh, you know, top wrestlers was shaped by him. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, we talk about Roman, Seth, um, every everyone who was in at Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, like all the uh, Bailey. Uh, mm-hmm. There's just so many people, right? And, and Cody talked about this uh, in this in his Peacock doc, right? Where it's just, um, you know, everyone kind of who was in that class, like really hung on to Dusty, mm-hmm. right? And in in some way, he was almost jealous of that, right? Yeah. Because like he he was actually Dusty's kid, mm-hmm. and then he had all these other kids all of a sudden, so. I think from a an inner, you know, inner wrestling fan perspective, I can get why it's probably shocking to hear that to the system. Um, but I think, Brian, to your point, at the end of Cody's career, I think he'll have skyrocketed past Dusty. You know, I I think it won't be. And again, he, he probably won't say that. You know, he, he obviously he reveres his dad and rightfully so. But when we, when we talk about Cody and in, in the history of everything, it's going to be a long ways down, right? <laughs> Between him, uh, I think, and and his dad. I, 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 I that's not. I, I hope that doesn't come off as like shade to what Dusty's done for the business because he's done an incredible amount. But I think Cody is just the the um, the amount of star that he is. Mm-hmm. If that's the trajectory that he's going on, oh boy, it's right. gonna be it's gonna be kind of nuts. So, also the gold dust erasure by by Rosenberg is more <laughs> where I, where I had some feelings about it. So, uh, but I you know I, I digress. So it's it's an interesting take. Um, but I just <laughs> there, there have been other things uh, that the Rosenberg has said where I've I've really you know <laughs> shot my head back and had you know a, a weird look on my face. But this is the one where I wasn't. Too taken aback, but I can understand why. Right, you know, people who are listening probably to this podcast you know, are going to be are gonna say, "There's no way." I totally get that too. Um, so it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting to see how this all eventually plays out. Um, and, and Brian, I know we have another call from the Wednesday Worldwide Hotline for, for they said what. So why don't you fire that up? Oh uh, yeah, Will from Alabama calling in. He, uh, he he heard the call to action. He made sure he got his take in just in time. What's up, guys? This is Will from Alabama again. Um, a little late in the news cycle this week, traveling over the holidays and all that. But with the return of one Dwayne Rock Johnson, maybe you've heard of him at Raw Day 1, and he called out Roman Reigns. This is the thing we've been looking for for like two years, and we're like, oh, like, nah, it's done. It ain't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen now. Nah. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Like, let him do his movies and things. But now he's doing it. But Cody and Punk and Seth and all of these things. So is there any chance, like any at all, that like this is just to like 
beef up Elimination Chamber and give in Australia and give Roman something to do there while they travel? And like, is there any chance that Rock isn't the main event at WrestleMania? Because we've said at this point, like maybe like the Rock might like mess up the storyline at this point because he's kind of just like coming in off the top rope metaphorically, and you know what I mean. Um, is there any chance, or is it just like, well, now here we go. We know it's going to be night two of WrestleMania. It's going to be Rock Roman and Cody. Sorry, bro. Also, Big Me Classic 2024. Don't let it die. Also, also, worldwide. <laughs> Shouts to Will. Wow. Shout out to Will uh, for, first of all, not losing that smile. I could hear him smiling through the phone after uh, the Crimson Tides semifinal loss uh, over <laughs> over the weekend. But, I mean, wh- how do you guys want to unpack this? First of all, the Me- Big Meat Classic 2024. We got to start yeah, that campaign. But wh- where do you guys want to start with attacking this part? I mean, you want to start with the rock aspect of it, the Cody aspect? So, so Will is Will is saying that the rock would face Roman at the elimination like, chamber? I mean, potentially. Like, would we be down for that, I guess? Or does it need to be mania? I'd honestly be down for elimination chamber if we're keeping it real. Well, you see, this is the thing, right? They, they have they had a pay-per-view out there? They're in Perth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in Perth. They made it a big deal. They're well, all they, over the world in 2024, by the way. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say, A, we're talking about a year where these pay-per-view after a year we they were already going global they made it a point we're hitting berlin we're hitting we're going to paris france we're going to perth like they're there and we're not just going there we're bringing you know the hardware if you will um rome and, and and this is in a time when it's it's not always easy to find opponents for roman maybe the story is that somebody wins the rumble mm-hmm. and then they have a program where they're putting up their mania main event. They haven't made a decision and putting up their mania main event in a, in an elimination chamber match, knowing that the winner of that is going to face Roman at the, at the mania, which isn't like a far off thing. I feel like this has happened in, in times in the past and Roman may still need someone and they want to get people out to Perth at the pay-per-view you could do worse than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. They had Goldberg and, and all these other people going to Saudi and all these other places. Like, uh, I I could see it. I don't need it. That could be Baron Corbin or AJ Styles or somebody else entirely if you really wanted to. But if you're going to do it and you need the, the reason to do it, sure. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Are you hopping on this this 15-hour flight to Australia to see this Am match? I flying to Perth, Australia to see <laughs> Roman Reigns? If someone is paying for my flight, I'm not I'm not soliciting okay. anything, but I I would I would love if you're going to send me out there. Yeah, sure. sure. I don't, that's a lot of money to fly <laughs> to Australia to watch somebody that I've seen up and down the the the, the mountain many times as, as a child. Like I I don't I don't need to fly out of the country to go see The Rock get beat by oh, somebody. Jeez. Wow. So. Okay, uh, Ryan, you you mm-hmm. seem to be anti this idea when we kind of alluded to it earlier. Yeah. Why? 
it just we waited so long for this. Uh-huh. You go back to WrestleMania 38. No, go back to Survivor Series. Roman sure. Reigns beats Big E. One, two, three. The 25th anniversary of The Rock. His music is playing. And Rona's, Roman's arena music sounds different than the one that's on Spotify. Uh-huh. His arena music has a short transition that almost sounds as if it's going to transition to if you smell what The Rock is cooking. So there was a tons of pump <laughs> fakes at Survivor Series in Brooklyn. There was tons of pump fakes at WrestleMania in Dallas. We knew better by the time we got to Hollywood. Right. So all of that, you, you look at the history of WrestleMania, the most stupendous WrestleMania of them all. We got Roman and Brock. We've had Hogan and Rock. Rock and Cena. Cena, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Hogan, Andre. And then you're going to have Roman and Rock the first time at Elimination Chamber. At least Hogan and Rock's sequel is at No Way Out. So you, when you adding the history, it just doesn't historically make sense. It's, it'd be one thing if it was just like, all right, we was, it'd be one thing if we saw The Rock occasionally here or there. And then it's like, all right, finally, you know, but we haven't seen The Rock wrestle since his last match with um, my man from the Wyatt family. Eric, Eric Rowan. Rowan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was like six seconds or whatever, right? Like, yeah. That was, just, that was nothing. Just because Dallas that year, the they had the numbers, but the mania itself, because the injury on the roster was so much. Right. So you just needed that quick pop, right? We haven't seen him wrestle since then. And you go, no offense. Even shout out to Dylan Matthews, who follows like all the ring of wrestling shows. He's from Australia. And he said, even he doesn't think it should happen over there. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's why I'm not down for that. I understand. I don't want to see a triple threat match. You know, um, the, the biggest fumble in the bag to me was WrestleMania 2000. The fact that that was a fatal four-way match with the McMahon in every corner. And, you know, he's talking about the head of the table. Roman could tell The Rock, hey, I did something that you couldn't do. I did something that our Uncle Rodney, Yokozuna, couldn't do. And that is walk away with WrestleMania, uh, walk away from WrestleMania as the WWE champion. I'm the real head of the table. Come take this from me. Yeah, I mean, if Rock is coming back, if they're really going to run this program, I mean, from a... Again, they, they last year at Illumination Chamber, right, they ran Roman Sammy, which mm-hmm. a lot of people at that time started to want for Mania, right? right. Remember that? Remember that time? Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of... St- First star of the show. It was a it was a wild time to exist as a podcast. <laughs> but um, look, I yeah. So as a wrestling fan, I could see them doing it at Elimination Chamber, right? Because you you just want to get that match off, and maybe you save Cody to to kind of do his story thing. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at this though, when you're listing out the ingredients of of what's coming, what, would they really burn the Rock that close to WrestleMania? 
right? To Brian's point, they've waited this long. Wait another couple weeks in Philly because if one, it'll also give the Rock a little bit more time uh, to get in ring shape. I mean, my guy was a little gassed <laughs> cutting that twenty minute promo on Jinder. Uh, on and he broke his belt, which is fantastic. And he threw it at him. I already tried to whip him with it, which is hilarious. <laughs> and, but also, again, can you just imagine the coverage for that? Just let's just go to that week, right? ESPN. <laughs> Is going to be covering The Rock. Every outlet is going to be covering The Rock. Every movie outlet is going to be covering The Rock, right? And then his return to WWE. I don't think they're doing that for Elimination Chamber. With all due respect to everyone in Perth and in Australia and to the Elimination Chamber. I mean, the WWE's and Endeavor too. You think Endeavor is not going to be, they're going to want to use this card now? I, I don't think so. So all, all, all I'm it, all I'm gonna all I'm gonna say is, before The Rock had that match with John Cena, that first WrestleMania John Cena match, he did have a tag team match at that Survivor Series, and he went out there five minutes. He ran through all them moves, and he stood his ass right on that ring apron and waited for the rest of that match. Shouts out to the 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 Miz Truth. That was back when uh, the Awesome Truth, the, the Awesome Truth, back when they was a thing. Um, so I'm, I'm not saying I I, I hear you. I think, and I think you're right. I think it would be a big waste if Maine is right around the corner. Um, if Maine is around the corner, that man does need a tune-up somewhere. True. But, I mean, couldn't you just run him against Dom? <laughs> Quick Dom warm-up. That, no, that, <laughs> that may be your biggest indicator that The Rock's going to be in Philly. If you see maybe, like, you know, a month or so in advance, The Rock's got... He's at the Kia Forum wrestling Dirty Dom <laughs> Mysterio on a Saturday night or something like that. No, nah, he's going to be on NXT when they sell that deal to <laughs> CW or something. Oh, <laughs> a preview. Remember SmackDown had the little... Well, before they had the premiere, before they had the show going, they mm-hmm. give us a little premiere on CW, The Rock vs. Dom Mysterio. Man, come on now. Let's go put asses in seats. Or he gonna be he gonna be facing uh, Trick Williams or something. That make that that's smart. Oh, that's smart. That'd be I'd actually be oh, down Baron for that. Corbin, I mean, actually, probably Baron Corbin. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Re- yeah. <laughs> reignite the Baron Corbin feud. <laughs> that's that's no, that's right. long term storytelling right there. It's facts. Yeah. It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up I, coverage. Okay, you know because as somebody who used to work on the public relations side of the business. Mm-hmm. The idea has always been like I produced a Nobel Prize winner um, at Johns Hopkins. And the idea that day was like one of the craziest days of my lives. And it was to get as much coverage and then going through after things are covered, you know, tracking everybody who's covered, mm-hmm. you know. And plus, you imagine all the people from CNN, the U.S. Sun, BBC, um, New York Times that's gonna show up at Wally Mania and the Ring of Wrestling meet and greet. Oh no. This is why we do this in Philly. <laughs> oh no. Philly's gonna be oh, that's if, right. if, the Rock, if the Rock is wrestling at Mania 40, Philly's gonna be an absolute nightmare to get around. Oh, it's gonna be and if he's running for president, like you said, Cal, okay. CNN, <laughs> yeah, CNN's gonna be, be out there. Yeah, he'll have to yeah, get we're, the private jet or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna we're we're gonna Wally Mania is gonna be a scene if <laughs> if, if, if that's Wally what's Mania. what's happening. 
Don't don't tease me with a good time, Cal. Because I, <laughs> if Rock is at Wale Mania, you guys have to carry me out of there. Just if the from Rock my is weeping. at Wale, if the Rock is at Wale Mania, my my profile picture is going to be me and the Rock for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, you're going you're gonna do you're gonna do the quickest 180 I've ever seen in my life. Rock, I'm gonna. I was. I've been fighting for you in the main event since the beginning of this podcast. That's my guy. That's my guy. Can we get the rock to stay to say on camera? Nostalgic freaks. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. Ne- yeah, that'd be the sound. And we, you, you couldn't. We'd use that against you forever, Cal. That <laughs> yeah, would be. I'd be fine. I'd be. I'd be a- I, I would be a-o- if the rock called me a nostalgic freak. I'd be a okay with it. A-okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cal would be Team Nostalgia Freaks from that moment. It would be it would be an incredible, an incredible uh, face turn. I think, I think for Cal. <laughs> uh, a big shout out to everyone who left us a voicemail with the base head what takes. Uh, you know we can't get to all of them, but we try as much as we can. Uh, peep the description of this episode for the number to call in, drop your take. We'll do our best to get them on the show. All right, quickly before we get out of here. Let's hit on last night's NXT and tonight's upcoming Dynamite. We'll each pick the biggest thing that stood out to us from NXT. Uh, and then we'll you know, talk about one more in depth. Uh, Cal, kick things off for us. What was your biggest NXT takeaway? There's a lot that happened on that show. I, I love Joaquin Wild flying off the rope, but I think it's, uh, it's what's it, Obafemi? He, he mm-hmm. had that, 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 ch- he slapped the shit out of the dude. I loved it. I loved yeah. him. Yeah. The, the, the men's NXT breakout winner for 2024. I'm hype. That pop up powerbomb was sick too. Like he doesn't, he just picks him up. No, no Kevin Owens style off the rope. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Brian, what do you have from NXT? So, Ava, last night, that she says so much without saying a lot when she explained her relationship and her role with Shawn Michaels. But the key thing she said was a wise man told me. Uh-oh. Yep. I, heard, I, I was like, that. oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they building. They building the something. She is, she has found a way to stand out and not just look at her as The Rock's daughter. That's what I like about that's another reason why it's going to be Rock Roman at Mania. Because if she's joining the bloodline, you, oh, 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 his daughter in the opposite corner? Come yeah. on. This is a movie. Yeah. Seven Bucks Productions, get on it. <laughs> Genius. Genius. You know? Uh, for, for me, it was the Joaquin Wild spot. Mm-hmm. That was nuts. That was yeah. That, the man looked like he was legitimately flying. I thought he went too far. It, no, it looked... <laughs> what he, it, when they sprung him off that second rope, I right. thought, wait, they went too far. No, 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 no. <laughs> that looked that like some Avengers shit yeah. where they were, they're teaming up for a move. And I, I literally thought they tossed him too far. So that was absolutely incredible. Uh, looking at tonight's AEW Dynamite, it's the one thing you're looking forward to most. Brian, what do you got? Man, Mariah May makes her debut. Um, you know, she was on the Ring of Wrestling shows, um, former show last year, a couple years ago. So I'm excited to see her, especially she going against Queen Amanada, who mm-hmm. I, somebody else who's very talented, who I've watched work and watched come up in the business. Um, just excited to really get another opportunity to see her on TBS. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. Cal, you will be in the building. 
uh, tonight. What do you have? I I think I'm gonna. Ha- I, I want to know what Samoa Joe's got to say. I, uh, I I I I was hoping he was going to win that title from MJF and all the car, but it's the way he did it and those remarks. I saw a bit of what he was talking about at the scrum. He sent. He's hyped to be AEW mm-hmm. World Champion. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what some of these programs coming out uh, up against him will be. Also, if you see Cal in the building tonight, make sure you yell worldwide at him. Yeah, please do. Please do. Do, do not yeah. stop. <laughs> if you if you see uh, me say something, please. Oh, absolutely. And then uh, I, I'm looking forward to... So I am looking forward to Joe's first promo as world champ. I mean, seeing who comes out to to challenge him. Uh, and to your point, I've been I've been waiting for a Joe World Title run for a long time. Back back when he was calling out Wendy and yeah. AJ, Ooh, you know this <laughs> is it's really coming together here. I'm also looking forward to though Cole explaining uh, being the devil, the MJF attack, mm-hmm. because uh, just Adam Cole on the mic, man. I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan, guys. That is how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ring of Wrestling show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide smack dab in the middle on, of course, Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ring of Wrestling show feed. Also, check out our very own Brian H. Waters' latest ringer.com piece that dropped at the end of last week via the 2023 WWE year-end mixtape edited by our very own senior editor at the ring Cal Davenport Hollywood uh, you want to quickly tell us what, what that piece is about uh, well yeah definitely shout out to Cal because you know he's trying to come up with names and Cal just as he always does the reason why he's the best in the world uh, you know came with the idea for the uh, mixtape you know and maybe we can turn that into a series using that name uh, yeah. but what you can find is uh, just some matches that from 2023 the WWE PLEs that you can go back and watch some of the matches that stood out of course I had to put Rock ver- I mean Roman versus Cody on there I mean it was a great match it was a great atmosphere and also Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch in the cage uh, but yeah check it out see what other matches on there and fire it up there we go uh Cal, Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials as well. At Cal on Twitter, at Cal Dub on Instagram, uh, TikTok threads. But it's not about me, Brian H. Waters. Where can they find you? Where can they find us? You can find me at Brian H. Waters on Twitter X, threads, TikTok, but most importantly, Ringer Wrestling on all the social media platforms TikTok, threads, X, uh, uh, yeah, Instagram. Gotta go on Instagram. Uh, you can catch like some of the video clips from the shows. Also, if you go on the Ringer YouTube channel, you can see a couple of interviews. One, the latest one from the Mass Man show where they interviewed Zach Efron and Jeremy Allen White uh, after their appearances on the Iron Claw movie. So make sure you check that out um, and check out everything. And be on alert. Pay attention to TikTok. We got some cool things cooking. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you can follow me at Cruise Controls, Control with a K, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, but at Ring of Wrestling is where it's at. We've we've definitely got some stuff cooking for 
Twitter, Instagram, and threads, TikTok, all that good stuff. So go follow us over there. Thank you very much to Brian Hollywood Waters for producing this episode, making us sound better than we should. Shout out to our guy Kaz and the family uh, on their new edition. Uh, it's just just a beautiful, beautiful edition to Kaz's family. So shout out to them. Congratulations. Uh, gentlemen, thank you as always for the Graps Chat. Everyone else, happy new year, and we will catch you next week. Worldwide.